0: Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater.
1: Thank you, Bill. It is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Kamala Harris Mr. word. The FDA does not want you to miss a shot. Big tech laying off a lot of people, and it's always worth time to lift up a hero. That is all coming up, and then Bill O'Reilly will be back with your message of the day. But first, Kamala Harris was at a speech marking the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. But in her speech, she misquoted the Declaration of Independence. But well, she didn't misquote it, it wasn't a mistake. She did it on purpose. She said, We are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> she left out. What did she leave out? Life. It's life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That's amazing. Why would she quote the Declaration of Independence knowing that if she quoted it in full, it would undercut the entire pro-abortion argument, I don't know, which is worse that or back in 2010 when Barack Obama quoted the Declaration of Independence word for word, but left out the fact that our rights are endowed by our creator. I suppose it's the same. First you take out by our creator. It's not long before you take away the life. The FDA is proposing that all future COVID vaccines be treated like the flu shot, which is manufacturers would decide which strains to target in the summer. That would give them a few months to get the shots ready for the fall. And then if you want it, you just get it in the fall or the winter. And there's no more keeping track of how many boosters you've gotten or how long it's been since your last booster FDA scientists say Americans now have sufficient pre-existing immunity against COVID because they either got vaccinated or have been infected. Oh, so we're back to the actual definition of immunity. I suppose it's okay to talk about it again. Big tech seeing a lot of layoffs. The latest are 600 employees from Spotify. Add to that the 10,000 employees fired from Microsoft, 12,000 from Google, and 18,000 from Amazon. This month, Big Tech has laid off 46,000 people. Last year, Big Tech laid off 100,000 people. The year before that, 2021, only 13,000. I will always take the time to highlight the hero, that murderer in Los Angeles, the 72-year-old male who killed 11 people at that dance hall. He was stopped from murdering more people by a 26-year-old man who saw him when he walked into the entrance of another dance hall, Brandon Say. Brandon said, my first thought was, I'm going to die here. This is it but I realized I needed to get that weapon away from him. I needed to take this weapon, disarm him, or else everybody would have died. When I got the courage, I lunged at him, grabbed the weapon, and we had a struggle. He was hitting me across the face, bashing the back of my head. He finally got the weapon away and the murderer ran away. Many lives saved. Well done, Brandon. Bill with your message of the day, next.
0: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Over the weekend, I watched the 1961 movie Judgment at Nuremberg, a brilliant film with a powerful message for today's America. Spencer Tracy stars as an American judge heading a tribunal, hearing evidence against four Nazi judges. Tracy is under enormous pressure to give light sentences to the Germans, each of whom allowed crimes against humanity. Their defense was they were operating under the law imposed by the Third Reich. They had no choice. The Nazis in the end are sentenced to life. And Tracy explains the dignity of the decision by defining what true justice really is. It's supposed to ignore politics and favoritism. The mandate is punishment must fit the crime. Rationalizations are no excuse for hurting people. Today in America, the justice system is falling apart. We routinely see prosecutors fail to protect us from guilty criminals. We're witnessing a politicized FBI and attorney general. Honest outcomes in criminal courts are increasingly in doubt, as guilty people often walk free. The same is true in civil court, where legions of dishonest lawyers try to destroy people for money. Rarely are these defamers and perjury accommodators sanctioned by the legal system. This is an incredibly serious problem. If things continue to decline in the American justice system, anarchy will emerge. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. If you'd like to reach me, it's very easy. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillO'Reilly.com, name and town, if you wish to opine. All right, there's a the mail. Let's rip through it. Sarah Shaver, Valdez, North Carolina. My thoughts and feelings are exactly the way you put it in your column, O'Reilly. I've started to think I was becoming like the irrational Trump haters. But as you said, the actions of President Biden, it's very hard. Not to have the syndrome. Got to fight it, though. I'm fighting it. Phil, concierge member. Way to go, Phil. Thank you. Bill, your problem, you are getting emotionally involved. Big mistake. Stick with your principles, the facts, and the events actually describe. Time and God will fix our problems. All right, there's something to that. I mean, Biden's making me crazy. I got to pull back. I got to pull back. DeWitt, the fact is that for Biden and supporters, this is what a good job looks like. We live in a low voter comprehension era. It is hurting the country. There's no doubt about it, DeWitt. Uh, Brett O'Donnell, Levittown, Pennsylvania. Bill, I never hear politicians from either party talk about reducing the deficit. Are we capable of doing that? Yes, of course. If we cut spending, the deficit goes down. Tax receipts are at an all-time high. We can cut spending, and then that brings the deficit down. Melody, concierge remember? Thank you, Melody. Bill, you are a great man, and your children are lucky to have you as a father. See, Melody, I, I'm reading that to them every hour on the hour, okay? I am fortunate to have good children that are grown and have become responsible, hardworking adults, so I am leaving them uh, money in my will. This is off the Marie Osmond stuff where I said I'm going to leave my urchin's uh, stuff when I leave, when I depart this world. In a moment, something you might not know. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. 245 These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com Bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Now the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. 34 years ago today, thousands of Americans gathered outside the gates of a Florida state prison. They carried signs reading, burn, baby, burn, fry em like bacon. The crowd assembled to celebrate the execution of America's most notorious serial killer, Ted Bundy. Here's how that monster ended up in the electric chair. Theodore Robert Bundy was born on November 24, 1946. At a young age, his family relocated to the suburbs of Seattle. Bundy attended the University of Washington. At first glance, Ted Bundy presented himself as a genial man. Well-spoken and good-looking. He even worked at a suicide prevention hotline. In reality, Bundy was a psychopath who brutally murdered dozens of human beings. Beginning in the early 1970s, women in the Pacific Northwest began disappearing. Ted's own girlfriend reported him to the local police after discovering rope, gloves, and handcuffs in his Volkswagen. He was arrested in August 1975 and charged with kidnapping. Bundy managed to escape from jail twice, with help from sympathetic officials. On the run, Bundy traveled south, where he viciously attacked women at Florida State University. About three weeks after terrorizing the Tallahassee campus, He kidnapped and killed a 12-year-old girl in Lake City, Florida. Bundy was finally apprehended at a traffic stop in February 1978. Prosecutors used bite marks from the victim's bodies and dental records to convict Bundy, who was sentenced to death. In the end, he confessed to 36 killings. Police believe the final tally is closer to 100. On January 24, 1989... Ted Bundy was served a final meal of steak, eggs, and then was executed in the electric chair. And here's something else you might not know. I covered the Bundy story, trailing him from Seattle to Aspen, Colorado, and on to northern Florida. I interviewed the last woman he dated who was lucky to survive. Back after this. by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.